0: BYU football spring scrimmage. Runs the attack with at the
1: 5 and gets into the end zone for 6. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
2: All right, after about an hour and 20 minutes of spring scrimmage, 11-on-11 11 11 action, it has come to a close here in the rainfall at Lavelle Stadium. Greg Rubel, Mark Lyons. Mark, initial impressions?
3: Well, I thought they ran the football. That was their intent. They did a good job with that. There were 9 drives. Defense got 4 stops. BYU scored, the offense scored four touchdowns and a field goal. So both sides are going to be fairly satisfied with what took place. I think that they got to look at an awful lot of people today, which was their primary goal.
2: And um, I thought it was pretty crisp, pretty sharp. Nine offensive drives, and we saw touchdowns on four of them. Two of those four touchdowns were on drives led by Joe Critchlow, whose three series resulted in two touchdowns and a field goal. We'll take a break and come right back to hear from the head coach of the Cougars' Kalani, oh, you know what? Let's head down to Kalani right now with Jason Shepard, I think. Kalani. Kalani's got the headset on. Kalani, you're in the rainfall there at field level. Greg and Mark upstairs. Thanks for taking a minute. Uh, your initial impressions of what you saw in the last hour plus? Uh, I mean, it, I, I was really pleased with some of the things I saw, but uh,
4: when you're happy with one side, you're kind of disappointed on the other side. So uh, I'll have to say that I like the ball security on the offensive side. I thought uh, we had a few mistakes. I think I, a couple holding penalties and one intentional grounding that should never happen. Um, but other than that, I, 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 not no false starts. We had a lot of hard counts today, and then our, our offense didn't give up the give up the football. Now, defense, I think we had some opportunities to get some picks. I think we got one in the Skelly period, but it uh, would have been nice to get some of those balls. You know, it's, it's hard to catch in, the, in these elements, but I, I was really happy with some of the things we saw. Didn't give up a lot of big plays, especially in the run game. I thought the uh, offense could have popped some. I thought defense were pretty sound in the tackle. So I watched the film, but, I mean, I, it was good. Close to 80, I think it was 80 plays or so of live work, and then uh, that's kind of what we're looking at. Just really happy with the way the guys work and had a little, a few guys get banged up, but that's to be expected. I thought the quarterbacks did well and uh, taking care of the football. You know, there are times that they could have thrown the ball in some. But under with these elements, I don't think you, you take those risks, and I was really happy with the, the decisions that they made.
2: A few of the plays were rather related. You had a couple of slips uh, and maybe a couple of balls go through hands that might not have otherwise slipped. But other than that, I thought with the conditions, guys uh, you know, weathered it pretty well. Yeah, it's, it's because
4: we practiced too much in the in the uh, indoor facility uh, when it was all dry. So guys were cutting on the inside foot. Uh, which works when it 's really dry and when the elements are really dry, but uh, we probably need to practice more in the rain you know in and, 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 and some of the elements outside i i didn 't have an indoor facility when I played, so <laughs> i don't don 't think I think the intramurals would love the extra time that they can get in the in, indoor <laughs> facility, and I think we probably just need to get out here I, I think this is the only time we really practice in 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 slick surface you know and so uh, it 's probably good for these guys to learn, but we have some big plays out there. So specific on some fly sweeps where there was no one that uh, we had matched up with our our blockers on on the defenders and uh, just the, the slipping cost us, you know, but uh, that that was uh, for with a lot of the with a lot of positions. I think both the uh, running backs and the receivers slipped quite a bit. And, um, you know, and there are some balls that were were uh, dropped because of the uh, the rain. But uh, uh, for the most part, I'm just happy that the, with the progress that I've seen from these guys throughout spring. And. Uh, you can blame it on the surface. I I, I <laughs> just think we need to practice on it more. You got to see a lot of people
3: today, Kalani, and evaluate a lot of players. So that's got to help.
4: Yeah, and, and, and like I said, the um, it's all some new stuff for these guys. Uh, uh, like I said, all spring and 14 practices, they they pretty much worked with the dry ball, and this is the first time that the ball was drenched and wet. Um, and so I'm happy with it. But uh, yeah, I I was happy with all the 15 practices that we we had this spring and. Uh, I'm really excited looking to, to what we can do in the off season and getting into fall camp. We said Isaiah Kafusi's name a lot today, and Devin Kafusi made some plays as well. Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, you know, we like Kafusi's do really well here at, at BYU, <laughs> and, and so um, I think Devin. I've been really impressed with what he's been able to do. Um, you know, off the, after being home for not for not very really long. I mean, he's he's already in in, uh, in I guess game shape right now, and, and that's surprising <laughs> for a guy, but. Um, you know, he, he, he gets the game, and he's starting to understand to use his leverage. And uh, it's just I think there's big plays to make for him. So I, I'm excited to having the Kafusis play D-line for us.
2: Hey, we saw what Joe Critchlow's meaningful reps last year meant because he looked pretty good. He had three drives and three scores, two touchdowns and a field goal. Yeah, and,
4: and uh, you know, he, he made some good decisions. I thought he took some, some risks, but they're uh, they were, they were ones that, that didn't cost us, you know, the ones that were only our receivers could catch the ball. I think the touchdown throw that he threw to Micah, we were all looking for him to throw underneath, and he took a shot. And, and uh, I think only Micah could have caught that ball. So really happy with his decision-making. He looked a, little, a lot more poised on the field, and I think having those extra, those extra games on, under his belt helped out. And I thought the freshman was able to, to do some things. I was really happy with Baylor and Stacey and, and then and, and also with, uh, with Zach. And so I, I'm really happy with the whole group.
2: All right, Kalani, we'll let you go. We'll let you get out of the rain. Thanks for taking a few minutes with us, and we'll hear from you, I think, momentarily in the group press setting as well. Thanks. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. All right, it. that's head coach Kalani Satake. We're going to uh, let our KSL audience take a two-minute break leading into top of the hour news. So we're going to say so long to our KSL audience and keep our BYU radio audience with us uh, through the top of the hour. So we'll come back to LaVelle Stadium with more post-scrimmage comments from players and coaches after they've wrapped things up here. We just heard from Kalani, but our KSL audience will drop away from us, take a two-minute break. Now they'll have two minutes of break leading into their top of the hour news. So to our KSL audience, thank you for joining us. We look forward to the season to come for our BYU radio audience stay with us as we continue with BYU football spring scrimmage coverage continues at LaVillabridge Stadium. This is the BYU football spring scrimmage. Loads up with his right hand, throws down and in. Catch me, touchdown! The new skin, BYU Sports Network. All right, so welcome back to Lavelle Edwards Stadium here in Provo, Utah. Our BYU radio audience staying with us as our spring uh, scrimmage coverage continues here in 2018. Let's give you some uh, unofficial numbers, and we thank Tanner Wilkinson for getting these throughout the scrimmage. These are unofficial, but what we think, uh, based on what we saw, is pretty darn close to what actually transpired. Uh, Joe Critchlow was 9 for 11 for 138 yards and a touchdown. So he really stood out because no other quarterback had more than 20 yards passing. Joe Critchlow was the offensive star at quarterback. And
3: 11 throws, I don't think anybody had any. What were the other numbers? No one with 11, were
2: there? No, it was uh, was Zach Wilson 4 of 7 was the next highest attempt total. So Joe Critchlow, by the way, got three series. Zach Wilson, two series, and Bo Hodge, two series. That accounts for seven. Baylor Romney got one series and Stacy Connor got one series. So Critchlow nine for eleven, a buck thirty-eight and a score. It went to Micah Simon, who was the leading receiver today. Four catches, seventy-six yards, and that touchdown. Bo Hodge, two of four for twenty yards. Zach Wilson, four of seven for twenty, and Baylor Romney, one of four for twenty yards. Stacy Connor threw one pass uh, of two attempts for minus one yard. The rushing star today was Zachary Katoa. 17 rushes led the team. 17 carries, 86 yards. Squally Canada got three touchdowns out of seven rushes. Squally (laughs) went seven rushes for 50 yards, a good average there, and three touchdowns. Bo Hodge, four carries, 33. Tariq Buchanan on a fly sweep, one rush for 24. Riley Burt, eight carries, 22. And Zach Wilson, three carries for 20 yards. And Zach Wilson, you could see, Mark, is an adept playmaker.
3: Well, I I agree that... uh, he has a lot of skill, and uh, he's becoming
2: more comfortable with being in the big-time football, and I, I think he's handled it quite well. Here's how the uh, drives went, uh, the nine series today. Joe Critzlow. First series, 75 yards, ending in a touchdown run. PAT was good. Bo Hodge got the second series, 25 yards on the drive. It ended without a score. Zach Wilson got the next series. That was a 75-yard drive. Touchdown from Squally, Canada. PAT was good. The fourth series was a Joe Critchlow drive. Went 63 yards. It ended up in a 21-yard field goal. The fifth series, led by Bo Hodge, went 50 yards. Ended in a touchdown with a PAT good. Zach Wilson got the next series. That did not result in a score. Joe Critchlow back on the field long drive resulting in the simon touchdown with a pat good and the last two drives today came from baylor romney and stacy connor and neither resulted in a score those are the numbers of notes and uh, those
3: the numbers that we don't get any numbers for is that offensive line and i thought the offensive line today did a terrific job they uh, led off they pushed the, they got a good offensive push they were able to create openings for those running backs so uh, I, I felt as though the offensive line has made a big stride in being able to pick
2: it up, and uh, they're, they're tough and physical. I think they're going to be good. Let's head down to the field level. The players have all left the field. Coaches have left the field. They're out of the rain. They're in the portal area. We'll just check in with Jason Shepard and see what's up with Shep. You know, actually, I'm going to switch headsets and see
1: talk with uh, head or uh, offensive coordinator Jeff Grimes. I'm going to actually flip my uh, mic off
2: and put him on headset. So give me about five seconds here, guys. Alright, so we'll be talking with offensive coordinator Jeff Grimes after his first spring of BYU football as the OC. Coach Grimes, are you with us? Just a moment away from Coach Grimes, down at the uh, portal level. Coach Grimes, can you hear us? All right. They're still making a headset switch down at the fuel delivery. Coach Grimes, are you there? Yep, you do. All right. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, uh, Coach Grimes, Greg Grubel, and uh, Mark Lyons upstairs. So we've done it. We've gotten through your first spring. After a brief exhale, uh, what are your thoughts? (laughs)
0: <laughs> I haven't exhaled yet. <laughs> and to be honest with you, I'm a little disappointed that spring's over. That means we don't get to practice anymore for a while.
2: Now, you, how do the players feel about that? <laughs> yeah, they're probably a lot more ready than I am. So in all that you had to get done from first setting foot back on campus to what you saw through the first week of April, uh, how can you uh, I mean, like, kind of uh, objectively judge what you think you've gotten done?
0: Okay, well, I'd look at our goals. Number one, <clears throat> excuse me, was to, to – Build the right culture and establish a mindset, one that would be centered around toughness and passion and work ethic. And I think we've we've made a lot of progress in that direction, more progress there than anywhere else. And I'm pleased with that. Not content with where we are, but pleased that we're moving in the right direction and that we've we've um, gained a lot of ground. The players have been really, really willing to be coached and willing to give great effort and play hard and physical. Um, second part would just be teaching them the offense, helping them learn um, the words and the schemes, and and I think we we gained a lot of ground there. Um, and, and we got probably 85 to 90% of the offense in. Still not quite where we want to be in terms of execution, which leads me to the third point. Um, we we just need to be cleaner. I think the positives today in terms of execution were that we didn't turn the football over, which is always one of our top goals. We didn't have any pre-snap penalties, which are the ones that are most important. I mm-hmm. think we had one holding penalty, and I think we had an intentional grounding. Those are the only two that I remember right off the right off the cuff but um, we just need to block a little cleaner run our routes a little bit cleaner get the ball out to the proper read a little bit quicker and just do things a little bit better and so in terms of where we need to focus moving forward execution is going to be the um, the the largest place that we can still gain ground this summer.
2: Coach Grimes the guy who ended last season as BYU starting quarterback looked pretty good today as BYU starting quarterback.
0: Well, uh, you know what? To be honest with you, when I get busy calling plays, sometimes I'm not even sure which quarterback's in the game. <laughs> we're moving them around so much. So I, I can't comment on how any of the quarterbacks did individually. I just, um, you know, once one play's over, we're moving on to the next one. So I'll have to watch the film before I can comment on specifics.
2: We had Joe going 9 for 11 for a buck 38 and a score today, and just looked, uh, lo- looked, looked like a guy who got meaningful reps last year. Yeah, you know, I think I think
0: Joe's grown a lot this spring in general. Um, I think his confidence has grown with his knowledge of the offense, and um, A-Rod's doing a great job coaching those guys, and all of them have, have really improved a great deal this spring.
2: We had Zach Katoa on 17 carries going for 86 yards today, and he appears to be a nice find for your program too. He's
0: a, he's a great kid, really, really consistent, unbelievably coachable, and just got a tremendous work ethic i love what he brings to the table for our team and and i think he's got a great future here
3: coach i thought the offensive line came off the ball real well do you think that they've made big strides this uh, spring
0: yeah i think we've we've definitely made a lot of progress with what we're asking them to do and just like the rest of the offense our first goal there is to establish the culture and and build them build a mindset that's that's um that's tough and physical, and and those guys are where it all starts. They're the they're the tip of the spear, and so if they they play with toughness and aggression, then usually the smaller guys will follow. and And I think uh, Coach Bue's done a great job building that room the right way. And and um, like a lot of other things, not where we want to be yet, but that group did make as much progress as anyone this spring.
2: Now, there, there were some freshmen that you got to play today on the offensive line. Some redshirt, some not. But Christensen, MP, and Lachance who comes in at the end. What are reasonable expectations for those three guys? Two of them, of course, are looking like starters right now.
0: Yeah, anybody that's here right now has got a fair <laughs> opportunity to start, whether you're in the offensive line or, or playing receiver or quarterback. And then we'll add a few more this summer. And, and like we've said since we got here, um, the best players are going to play and it doesn't matter whether they're freshmen or seniors and th- all three of those freshmen uh, linemen that you mentioned ha- have made great progress this spring.
3: You make a point, Coach, that uh, your team will look a little different possibly in the fall than they do right now, but this is the groundwork, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, it certainly is and I think we laid the groundwork the right way this spring and as I said, we we've, um, I think, made a lot of steps in the right direction and today was was one more opportunity for us to evaluate those guys it was a pretty um pretty vanilla game Mm -hmm. plan today you know we didn't show a whole lot and, and didn't want to give our first couple of opponents any more than we needed to necessarily um but you still get a great opportunity to evaluate a lot of people
2: Conditions weren't ideal, Jeff, but after a lot of years away, you were back in Lavelle Stadium with fans in the stands.
0: It was a lot of fun. And it's, I tell you what, it's an even better setting when you're sitting up in the press box.
2: <laughs> Who knew? We had a good day up here. Uh, hey, Coach Grimes, when does the Grimes family get back together after all this year? Uh, they'll be here in June when
0: when uh, the kids finish school. My oh, oldest yeah. daughter's a senior, so I wouldn't ask her to move during the middle of her senior year. That uh-huh. might be a tough one to get past for our relationship, <laughs> but yeah, they'll all be here in June.
2: I know you the call. You'll look forward to that reunion, and uh, hopefully you can look back on the spring, see a lot of productive things accomplished, and then gear up and get fired up for the fall. Thanks, Jeff.
0: Absolutely. Great day.
2: All right, that's, that's Coach Jeff Grimes with us from down at uh, portal level as they've gotten out of the rain. Jason Shepard getting that, that interview for us. We'll pop Jason back up on the headset here in a second and get some more from Jason Shepard and let us know what the, the scene is like down there as we've heard from Coach Kalani Sitake and now Coach Jeff Grimes in our post-scrimmage coverage.
3: I really like that he's having fun. Uh, that's the thing that I, and I see that and all of his staff, and, and that's, he's got a staff that's put together with people he doesn't know. You know, he just knows a couple of them, and so I really think that uh, this is very valuable for those guys to work together, become united as one, and understand everything that's going on, and the fact that he's having fun, that means that uh, it's probably going that
2: way for all of them. Let's head back down to uh, Jason Shepard. Jason, are you with us? Yes.
3: Yeah, I'm actually let's join in.
1: Uh, Micah Simon is addressing the media. Let's listen in. Okay.
2: We did a good job today. Talk
0: about that deep ball,
5: just being able to get a hand on it and then haul it in. Yeah, uh, something we've been practicing all, all spring. Uh, we've scored touchdowns on that all spring. That's the defense. No, nah. <laughs> uh, nah, it, it was good to just to keep my feet and use the technique that Coach uh, Fessy has been teaching us because it was wet out there. And uh, to keep my feet and just track that ball on my outside shoulder and make the catch, it was good to see you know all the work we've been doing kind of pay off.
1: How do you think you and this position group in general, what strides have you guys made since spring began, do you think?
5: uh i don't know I think uh really, on a lot of deep balls uh just competing for every ball, you know using the technique that they 've uh, they 've taught us and just putting that to work even when we go routes on air and things like that, it translates to to you know one on one competition and uh I feel like that, and uh I feel like blocking as well I feel like we've uh, we've all made strides in that area and just making it uh a mindset to go out there and spring those long runs.
1: The coaches were talking about how they they thought the quarterbacks performed well today as a group. What type of growth have you seen from them?
5: They've done uh, a really good job just learning this new offense and going through their reads and making the right throw or you know making the right checkdown throw if if they're if we're not open. So they've done a good job and uh, you know even in the run game as well. You know uh, you know Bo gets out there and. Can scramble for first down. You know, Zach, you know, we even saw Joe today get out there and get a first down. So it's good to see those guys develop and
2: looking forward to just keep working with them over the summer for uh, fall camp. All right, guys, that was Micah Simon. Let's get back up to the press box. All right, thanks a lot, Shep. And uh, Simon with uh, probably the, the highlight play of the day. Absolutely, uh, yeah. With that one-handed stab.
3: Man, that was something. And, and I like what he said that it, it all was in his training that he's gone through this spring with uh, Coach Sataki as a wide receivers coach as he tracked the football, kept his balance on his feet, and then was able to catch it over the outside shoulder. So when those kind of points that they're working on to get him to be better receivers comes across as verbal – I really think that they've done a good job in teaching. And if you remember the LSU game, they ran, ran, ran. You'd get them into a third and long because of some penalty or something. And then they'd throw that long ball down there, and those guys would go get the football. So it's part of the Part of what you're looking at now from Coach Grimes.
2: You talk about Coach Satake, the other Coach Satake. Yeah, the in other this one. Fessy yeah, 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 yeah. who is a, a cousin of Kalani, but uh, as you've heard the story, uh, as close as brothers could be, uh, really. And uh, so now two Coach Satakes on this staff. Let's bring back in uh, Jason Shepard as we near the end of our scrimmage coverage. Uh, Shep, we've heard from uh, Mike Simon just now. Of course, we got Coach Grimes, Coach Satake on headset. How are things down there? You know, everybody is in pretty good spirits. I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that they're out of the rain
1: all of these uh, post-game interviews or post-scrimmage interviews are taking place under the stands the, the weather was just too bad to be able to do these on the field like you typically see year in and year out but everybody is in pretty good spirits we've heard from the coaches and players so far and everybody seems pretty pleased even with the weather being what it was that they were able to accomplish not just today but accomplish the things in spring to lay that foundation for the offseason and, and gearing up towards fall should we stick with you or call it good from
2: field level today, Jay? You know
1: what? There's a chance that we might be able to get Joe Critchlow. Uh, he's doing, it looks like he's doing a radio interview right now, uh, but he may be wrapping up. That would probably be uh, the last one that we can get, but Joe Critchlow still holding out hope we're going to be able to get him.
2: Let's do that then. Let's uh, let us let, Joe wrap up down there, and if we can either you or you can interview Joe yourself or pop the headset on Joe uh, on Joe for our interview, we'll let that maybe be our last interview of, uh, of Spring Scrimmage. If that sounds like a plan.
1: Sounds good. We'll wait. we'll wait Joe
2: out. Looks like he may be wrapping up in just a few minutes. Okay, we'll head down to Jason when Joe Critchlow is available. And again, just to recap uh, what BYU did today, and that is 31 points worth of offense. Uh, four touchdowns and a field goal of those four touchdowns. Two drives were led by Joe Critchlow, one by Zach Wilson, and one from Bo Hodge. All the PATs were good today. Some longish field goals were made in the mid-40s. And again, we're not seeing BYU yet at full speed and full strength in terms of either offensive personnel or special personnel or even defensive, defensive personnel yeah, we didn't mention names like kairos tonga and tavitomo unga today guys who weren't playing Pau. in spring butch didn't play today Taki-taki. and so uh yeah so you only didn't so there are a lot of guys we didn't call today who are part of this mix certainly in august into the fall and uh exciting players to join the program like a gunner romney or a dylan collie or a skyler, uh, skyler southam as a kicker so yeah. lots to look forward to but again i think the word you mentioned mark is the one that uh, is the takeaway the day groundwork was laid
3: Yeah, absolutely. They... They got it all set, and the reason they're so excited and happy is because this was their final practice of the spring. <laughs> now, I know that...
2: Uh, in... And we should note, when, when this thing ended, there was a celebration, <laughs> and then there was a fight song, and these guys were happy to, uh, and, to, to have gotten through today and, and gotten, uh, again, spring football in the books.
3: And that is because this spring was very physical. I just think that it was a, a different mode, and I think the attitude has been great, and so uh, I, I do see uh, an awful lot of good things that are coming about. About because of that.
2: All right, back down to field level for our final interview of uh, post scrimmage coverage. It is quarterback Joe Critchlow. Joe, can you hear us?
6: Yes, I can hear you.
2: Hey, thanks for coming on. Nice day for you and, and the offense today on a whole. H- how different was it to, to be in charge of an offense having gone through what you did last year as a starter at the end of the year?
6: Hmm, for me personally, I felt like it was a great opportunity for, for our offense to build a lot of chemistry. Um, I felt like last year I was kind of thrown in towards the end of the season and I played with a lot of guys that I didn't know too well but I feel like this spring our our offense is really coming together.
3: Well uh, did the uh, adverse effects of the rain and the cool did that have any impact on the attitude of playing today?
6: I would say that our offense came into today with a with the mindset that we wanted to prove something we wanted to we wanted to show that we've worked really hard this spring and we wanted to to be able to be seen that that we can execute that were sharp and that we had a lot of positive plays and i feel like we didn't even really think about the rain Mm -hmm. i feel like our offensive line just really controlled the tempo up front and that helped us to run the ball opened up a lot of holes for the quarterbacks how nice is it to be able to throw balls up to guys like micah simon who made a great play today oh it's great um i feel like micah and, and neil and a bunch of other receivers we've we've worked so hard just throwing routes on air all winter and spring and it's great to finally get on the the game field and and show that chemistry off.
3: Yeah, the game field, that's what I was going to comment on. Now, in the past game with the new offense, it's still kind of uh, everything looks, you know, people in the way and people are running around. Uh, Did you get any more familiarity here in your last spring ball, spring practice, to be able to see that pass attack work?
6: Mm -hmm. I felt like, I feel like throughout spring as we've, as we've practiced day by day, our our passing attack has gotten better and better. Um, I feel like with the receivers, we've we've had that chemistry, but matching the plays with the chemistry that we have together is is just coming with time. And I feel like that will continue into the summer and into fall as well. We spoke with Coach Grimes. Among the things he was most pleased about, Joe, no turnovers. And you, and, and that you can't just gloss over that. And a day like today especially, not giving the ball up is a big deal. It's true. I mean, in any type of rainy game, you're always worried about the – the snap or or fumbling it and, and guys being um just not being conscious of, of the ball, but I felt like we really focused hard on, on holding on to it and keeping our offense moving. I felt like the drives that we had were really were really um just piece by piece. We didn't have many huge plays and I I feel that us holding onto the ball and not turning it over is the reason that we were able to put those together. Coach
2: Grimes also IDing no pre-snap penalties today, and when you're putting in a new offense, A, and you're running it with motion, B, and you've got weather like you did today, uh, no pre-snap penalties is a positive as well.
6: Oh, that's true. Uh, Not seeing any yellow flags on the field is always a great thing, but I felt like it wasn't perfect. We we had a few motions and a few things that we can improve on and just get the timing a little bit better, just fine-tuning stuff, but I feel like no penalties and running the offense and executing. I felt like we did that well. You already had some handoff chemistry with Squally, of course. A new guy to take a handoff was Zachary Lapini-Katoa. And Zach Katoa looked good today as well. He did. Zach has worked so hard all winter. He was working hard last fall, too, in his redshirt year. He, he's a great example to the whole team of someone who wants to prove himself, who wants to get on the field. And he showed it off today. He runs so hard. And you know that he's not going to fumble that ball either.
3: Lots of formations, lots of motion, uh, lots of new things. Uh, it was pretty different uh, how's
6: everybody picking that up? I feel like the offense has a great mindset and attitude that we want to we want to perform better. We want to have a better offense overall and so we've we've worked so hard to be able to do that and even despite the rain and a few other obstacles, I felt like we went on the field and we, we showed that we're getting the offense together. Last thing for you, Joe, before we let you go, uh, Coach Satake and Coach Grimes with us said
2: it with us today and have said it a lot, whether it's offensive line, whether it's quarterback, the best guy is going to play. That means when we hit the, you know, we hit the, the field in August here, it's going to be competition time. It's you, and it's Tanner, and it's Bo, and it's Zach, and it's everybody at that position mm-hmm. battling to be the best guy. How much do you look forward to and embrace that element
6: of what's coming up in August? Mm-hmm. I feel like the whole spring and even with today my, my mentality hasn't changed much. I feel like all the quarterbacks are, are gearing in and, and looking forward to, to playing this fall. We we all have the mindset that we want to help this team win and we haven't been told any specifics on who's ahead of whom but I feel that I feel that as we continue to work that, that one guy will eventually come forth. Great to hear from you, Joe. Appreciate your yeah, comments good today. Good job. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks for having me on. All
2: right, that's Joe Critchlow, today's leading quarterback. at a 9 for 11, 138 yards and a touchdown. Joe is in that mix. It'll be fun to see what transpires once we get going in August into September, and it will be September 1st, BYU at Arizona to kick off the at 2018 season. At Tucson, yep. So Coach Satake Kalani's first game as BYU head coach was against Arizona, but in Glendale, a game BYU won. We'll see if BYU can go 2 for 2 against the U.S for Kalani.
3: Yeah, uh, it'll be a challenge. Arizona's a, uh, become a very good football team and great competitor in that Pac-12.
2: Let's run down the schedule for you and our listeners, then we'll say so long. This is this 2018 BYU football schedule. Saturday, September 1st at Arizona. That's a win. Saturday, September 8th, home to Cal here at Lavelle Stadium. Well, <laughs> Saturday, September 15th, it'll be at Wisconsin Camp Randall Stadium. Saturday. This third time's the charm. Saturday, <laughs> September 22nd. It's back home. McNeese State, one of the best FCS programs, will come to town. Then a five-game September. As on September 29th, it'll be off to Husky Stadium in Seattle for BYU and Dub. So in that first month, you have four of five games being against P5 opponents, and of the four, three are on the road. And that's all in September. You that get out of September quality. with a pretty good idea of what you've got and how good you might be able to be. Then you go October 5th, Friday, home to Utah State on a conference Friday here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. The following Saturday, home to Hawaii here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Then a bye week, followed by Northern Illinois here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. So after a September <sighs> that you spend a lot of it on the road, you do not leave mm. Utah in the month of October. So quite the contrast there. Then you go to Saturday, November 3rd at Boise State, Saturday, November 10th at UMass in Foxborough, home of the Patriots. Then you're home to New Mexico State on Saturday, November 17th, and then at... Utah, Rice-Eccles Stadium, Salt Lake City—a season-ending game with Utah. Yeah, just like the good that? old days.
3: Yeah, well, I think it's a great schedule. It's tough again. It's a good opponents, and uh, you've, you've got to be up to the task. That's for sure. Well, Mark, I enjoyed getting a sneak peek today. This was fun. Yeah, it was good. It was good. I—I uh, I thought that they uh, performed quite well, and uh, like we said, the team's going to be different. It's going to—we're going to see a different team in August.
2: But even so. It was fun. We've seen a lot of people got to play today, so that was good. (laughs) All right. uh, heavy thanks to all the crew and that includes Back East, Derek Marion, our control board operator uh, Dave Shook, our coordinating producer and Mike Tingle, our network manager our thanks to BYU Broadcasting Cole Wissinger, our control board operator Sean Fahey, our BYU Broadcasting Engineer, Barry Squires, our on-site in-booth engineer, Tanner Wilkinson, our stats guy, filling in for Ralph Sokolowski today, Doug Martin back doing what he does as our spotter of course, Jason Shepard working sidelines today helping us out in pregame, halftime Pre-game, in-game, post-game, pre-recorded interviews with the coaches before the scrimmage as well. We appreciate Shep for being along and being part of our broadcast crew today. Then you had uh, you had the commentary tandem of uh, Greg and Mark, and we also thank Brett Pine and Kenny Cox and the BYU football media relations staff for their excellent work in getting us up and ready to go. And that, Mark, is all we can say until September as we get ready for football. BYU and Arizona on September 1st to kick off the 2018 season. It so was
3: a good tease today, right?
2: Was that? Mark, good to be with you. You too. And we'll do it again in the fall and look forward to bringing it to our entire Cougar Nation audience and Cougar fans, thank you for tuning in today wherever you were or are and we will look forward to doing it again. Our thanks also to our good folks back at uh, KSL News Radio who left us at the top of the last hour for being part of our coverage network today. That's going to do it. So for Mark Lyons, my name is Greg Rubel. Thanking you for tuning in saying in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU BYU football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.